This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Welcome to the 49ers web zone. No Huddle Podcast partnered with Odyssey. I am Brian Rennick. Uh, Even though you cannot see my face, my internet decided to go out on me about 12 minutes ago. I am connected via my hotspot on my phone, hoping to stay in for the whole show. But I am joined by two gentlemen who do have full internet at their uh, current location. That is Al Sacco and Zay Nackvi. Uh, we are coming to you on Monday, October 17th. This is not a victory Monday, which means that the intro is not done by Zane. Zane is our victory Monday uh, intro guy. And today is not a victory Monday. In fact, it is a frustrating Monday. And I am going to open this show. I'm going to open the floor and I'm going to give it to uh, the inimitable Al Sacco, who has for us a Shanna rant. I don't know what inimitable means. What does that mean? Uh, not able to be uh, uh, imitated. Oh, I gotcha. I thought, all right. I like that. All right. Listen, is this team injured? Yes. Do you can you expect a team to win or play well with eight of their eleven defensive starters not on the field? No, they're incredibly injured. But you know what? They're always incredibly injured. They're the 49ers. They're injured every freaking year. But this game, despite that, despite having three freaking defensive starters playing, was winnable. It was a winnable game if the offense didn't play sloppy, undisciplined football, turnovers drop passes, penalties, and an absolute lack of urgency late in the game. You would think they thought they were up by two scores. Huddling, taking your time. Ridiculous. When it comes to Kyle Shanahan, the time for me, and I've stuck up for him a lot, the time for has officially come for me. Let's stop referring the first thing we say about him. Oh, well, well, well he's a great play designer. He's a great play caller. He is the head coach. He's not just the OC. He is the CEO of this football team. In the sloppy play, the 142 turnovers in 87 regular season games, consistently, consistently, every season except 2019, digging themselves into a hole. They are 19 and 27 through the first eight games with him. Six this year, but you get, you know what I'm talking about in the first half of the season, digging a hole. They are 42 and 45 overall. The injuries, I'm not saying Kyle's injuring people, but something's going on. Constant injuries every single year. QB drama. That's all there's been for the last two years, and there's still not an answer. Going into year seven, we still don't know if Trey's the answer. In an underachieving offensive roster, not talking about the defense here, I'm talking about the offensive roster. It's underachieving. The buck stops with him. And you know what? 
if he's consistently dialing it up and the players are consistently not making the plays, there's a disconnect somewhere. Okay. And as far as the offensive genius, this is his 15th season as an OC or head coach in the NFL. The 49ers currently rank 19th in points scored. So as of right now, his offenses have been ranked in the bottom half of the league in 10 of those 15 years. The bottom half. It's like that money ball line. If he's a good hitter, then why doesn't he hit good? When are we going to start to see these results? And, and you throw around offensive genius. Just where's the substance? Where is the substance behind that? One year here and there? We talk about Bill Belichick as a defensive genius. Do you know how many times his defenses have ranked in the bottom half of the league in 37 years? Five. Five times. They ranked 17th four times and 20th once. You know how many top 10 Ds he's had? 29. 29. And we're talking points scored here. Cal's wow. had three. Mm. I, what, what, what are we doing? Four. Four. What are we doing here with this? You're only a genius if your scheme if your scheme translates to performance on the field. And look, Shanahan, he's not a bad coach. He's done a good job of surrounding himself with good coaches. I think he's kind of in like the Ron Rivera, John Fox type range where, you know, they've gotten to a Super Bowl. They have some wins, but it's been inconsistent. The one thing he is is consistently inconsistent. But his stubbornness to do things his way has led to an overall underachieving team. And the talent level the 49ers have should translate to 10 wins every year consistently, and it hasn't. Now, there's still time. Kyle can prove me wrong. He can prove me wrong by going out and beating the Chiefs next week and turning it around this year and get things moving in the right direction. But until then, for me right now, this genius and, oh, he's great. Who else are you going to get? Overrated. And if he proves me wrong, I'll be the first person to say that he proved me wrong and I was wrong. But for right now, Kyle, start winning consistently. So the comparison that a lot of people draw with Kyle Shanahan, they said he's he's like Andy Reid when Andy Reid was with the Eagles, right? And the response to that that I have is that Andy Reid's been a been a head coach for 20 plus years. In those 20 plus years, his team has ranked in the bottom half of the league in only five seasons in terms of points scored. Five seasons. So this is not an app in terms of not getting it done, you can say that, yeah, that's that that might be an apt comparison. But Look, Al, I said this to you when the Niners lost the Super Bowl, when you came back that, that next year. I, I said to you that the reason why Andy Reid has a ring is because it's because of Kyle Shanahan, because he can't he can't manage games. And the funniest thing to me is that if you put this out on Twitter and if you put this out to the, the fan base on Twitter, the first thing that they say is, oh, well, you just want Kyle fired. And I think you want to go back to Tom Sula and Chip Kelly. Look, there is a large middle ground between what Chip Kelly and Jim Tom Sula were and what Kyle Shanahan is, right? There's a large middle ground that you can fall, and even beyond that, right? It, it doesn't mean that, that that they have to go back to that extreme, right? And I'm not saying get rid of Kyle, right? Like, I've never said that. But the point is, is that he has to be better, and he has to eventually be the difference maker in a lot of these games. Like, they, the last – there's one common theme with the 49ers, that they can't score in the fourth quarter when it counts, right? They went three playoff games last year without scoring in the fourth quarter, they went the entire fourth quarter in the Super Bowl without scoring. They, you know, one of those three playoff games was the championship game. And if they score in the championship game last year in the fourth quarter, they're going to the Super Bowl. And if they scored in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter at all, then they win the Super Bowl. That's it. And to me, that is the biggest issue is that when it comes to crunch time and closing a game out, guys, how many times have we seen the defense have to close a game out? Like a stop. They need a stop or a, or a pick or something like that. Like, the offense just cannot – they cannot close games. They cannot close gaps in games. 
the the stat that was put out on Twitter uh, that everybody's seen by now is that Kyle Shanahan in his career with the 49ers has never won a game when trailing by more than four points in the fourth quarter. And that's 20 plus games that he's had in that in that time frame. And I ask you guys, like, you know, at some point you're going to get lucky at some point, even by just like the law of averages. Right. You're, you're going to if you flip a coin enough times, it's going to land on heads or tails equivalent an equivalent amount of times. Right. At some point, you'll luck into a win. Right. In 20 plus games. At some point, something will happen that you will actually be able to convert one of those things. That is kind of the biggest thing with me and, and Kyle is that he oftentimes is scared and he coaches scared and that affects his play calling. And I think that that Super Bowl loss that he had with Atlanta, he's never really gotten over that. He's never really gotten past that. And it's affected his coaching here because I've never seen that. I've never seen that Kyle Shanahan. I've seen him in actually probably one game. That Saints game in 2019 is the only time I saw Kyle Shanahan go balls to the walls, go deep into his bag, trick plays, all that stuff. Like they couldn't even execute a no huddle. Like they took eight minutes off the clock when they had 10 minutes left in the game and they're down two touchdowns. They took eight minutes and 16 plays. And with the penalties, that was a hundred yard drive with all the penalties. And they didn't score on top of that. And he's running draw plays and pitch plays when you should be going hurry up and no huddle right off the bat. You need that first score first. And his excuse was so lame in the press conference that he had. It was like, oh, well, you know, there's no guarantee that this and that. Bro, like your job is to find solutions to these problems. That is what you are as a quote-unquote genius, right? That's what makes you smarter than all the other guys, that you have the solutions to these problems that other guys don't. And too often, the 49ers fail in situations like that. And people say, well, Zane, you're overreacting. Look, this is a common theme. In the last 26 games, all of last season, including playoffs, plus the six games this year, they've scored 14 touchdowns in the fourth quarter. 14 touchdowns. That's it. And in many of those fourth quarters, they've been shut out. So to me, it's like, well, you know, at some point, I'm right with you. It's like, all right, at some point, you have to show this genius. It doesn't take it doesn't take a genius coach to have the quarterback throw the ball down the field. Like I saw you're tweeting during the game. You're like, hey, can we throw it down the field, guys? Can we, can we push the ball down the field a little bit? It doesn't take a genius coach to at least call plays down the field. And look. If you're throwing it 40, 50 yards down the field, just chucking it up for grabs, they pick it up, that's fine. You still could get a stop and get more opportunities. But when you use the clock up yourself, you literally paint yourself into a corner. And it was just the, the most remedial sort of stuff coming from a sixth-year head coach of Kyle's, you know, of his background and of his intelligence. And that's what frustrates me is because he's better than this. We've seen him be better than this. And Indeed. to me, like – and Zane, just to say, because people are going to say, well, they did throw it down the field and they dropped two passes. One, why are you throwing to Ray Ray McLeod and, and Charlie Warner and not Kittle? Why is Kittle not running that route? And two, why does this always happen? Yes, Kyle's not dropping the ball, but the Niners are consistently dropping passes. They're consistently not hitting on these. And if it happens consistently, yes, eventually it comes back to him because there's a disconnect somewhere. Right, exactly. And I think that, look, we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the players play. We'll get to every week as we do. We're gonna get to Jimmy and all that stuff. But look, this is the best I've ever seen him play. Like, look, the bar may not be high, right? We know that he's a middle tier quarterback. He's a middling quarterback. But this is the best I've ever seen him play. He's throwing the ball deep. It's accurate. He's dotting guys down the field, and they're just not catching it. So, yeah, there there are things that could be corrected, and and there are things that they can they can focus on to to rectify this. But like, there's a common theme here that they are making silly mistakes under Kyle Shanahan. And if you want to call, if you want to blame the quarterback and you want to say that, yeah, he doesn't have the quarterback to do it. Well, well shoot, like go fix that problem. Then. I mean, that's your job to fix as a head coach. That's where you get paid nine and a half million dollars. And 
they are still stuck with, you know, stuck with Jimmy and, and he does Jimmy things and yeah, he's limited, but you know what? They can throw the ball down the field. And the fact that he was throwing it down the field with accuracy to me, Al, I said this and Brian, I said this years ago that I really felt that the reason why Jimmy never progressed as a passer is Kyle Shanahan won't let him. Does the offense look any better this year than it did in 2019? Have they, have they progressed at all? They, they look the same. In fact, they, they look progress. worse. They look worse. They progress. Yeah. Yeah, I you know the the stat that you said, Zane, the tweet was from Josh Dubow of the uh, Associated Press. Four Niners are zero and twenty six under Kyle Shanahan when trailing by more than four points after three quarters. There's only three other teams without a win in that scenario since Shanahan arrived in SF in 2017. This is not the company that you want to keep. Washington zero and thirty eight, Lions zero and thirty eight, Browns zero thirty four and one. Those are not three franchises that you want to be associated with when it comes to your performance in the NFL. And so there is, there's something, there's something to it. And, and I, I actually agree with you, Zane. I think I, I genuinely believe at this point that that Super Bowl loss fundamentally altered who Kyle Shanahan was as a play caller. And as an offensive coordinator, and ultimately that's what we're talking about. We're not really, I know Al said it at the beginning, right? You are not the offensive coordinator of this team. You are the head coach of this team. We need to keep that in mind. But at the same time, when we are talking about offensive performance, you also have to say Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, because he is the one that coordinates and calls the offense. And I genuinely believe that for whatever reason, that. Super Bowl loss and granted I get it like that can be that can be traumatizing but it really feels like what we've gotten from Kyle Shanahan since he's come to San Francisco I'm going to start calling it the blue balls offense right we get tons of yards we get right to the end and then we can't finish right we cannot finish the drive with points we cannot finish the drive with touchdowns but if you think about it and you even expand out not only is our offense like that but 49er seasons have been like that since Kyle Shanahan has been here, right? We get all the way to the end and then we cannot finish the job. And ultimately that is Kyle Shanahan, the play caller, but that last part, that's Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. And so, you know, it really feels like Shanahan believes that the only way to win in the NFL is to have a stellar defense, run the ball, keep it out of the hands of the opposing offense, right? And then win a dogfight. And that's not the NFL that exists anymore. That's not the NFL that we live in.